Blog Talk Radio. I want to ask you a question, and that is, what is in your life's blueprint? This is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go, 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 go. Over 24 million people that are going to lose health insurance. You can't continue to play with people's emotions like this, okay? Politics may be a game to you because you're in Washington, but it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. Again, I refer back to a civilized society where no one, not even the President of the United States, is above the law. However, Trump has a blatant disregard for the law, and he only likes it when he stands to benefit from it. How selfish, 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 selfish. You're now listening to The Provocation. You're now listening to The Provocation. Real people, real conversations. Real people, real conversations. You ready? You ready? Let's go. Yeah, we know it's been a long time. Oh, it's been too long. But you know what they say, right? What's that? They say good things come to those that wait. Oh, well, I sure hope we got a good podcast coming tonight then. Well, I know this for sure. With the amount of time we've taken off, there has been a lot that has taken place over the past couple weeks, so... Absolutely. We should definitely have more than enough to talk about. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Definitely. But uh, in case you didn't know, listening to the provocation of real people, real conversations, my name is Ron. I'm one half of the dynamic duo. And as always, I got my boy with me. And I'm Ronald L. Felton, the father and son tag team. The views on this podcast are clearly the views of my son and myself, and not of any organization that either of us may be affiliated with. With that being said, we welcome you to episode 88 in season three of The Provocation. Yes, sir. And like we always say about this time, if you listen to live, we appreciate the love. If you listen to the archive, we appreciate that too. Today is May 28, 2019, uh, Tuesday. Hope everybody enjoyed their Memorial Day weekend, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everybody enjoyed the Memorial Day weekend. Got a chance to grill out, hang with some good friends, maybe sip on a little something. (laughs) Maybe you, maybe. For some of y'all out there, maybe you smoked on a little something. Hey, I ain't judging you. Oh, watch out. I ain't judging you. You know? But I um, hope everybody enjoyed the week and got a chance to relax. I know today going back to work was probably difficult. I know it was difficult for me. I wasn't ready to return yet. And uh, right. apparently a whole lot of other people, too, because it was pretty empty in the parking lot this morning. Uh-huh. You know? But, uh, yeah, man. Grilled out a little bit this weekend. Uh, took my kids to go see that Aladdin movie. 
you know. Okay. Which is pretty good. I'm just not a big musical person, you know what I mean? Right. And there was a lot right. of it was a lot of it was a lot of singing in the movie. Uh, apparently, my youngest daughter seen too much of a musical uh-huh. person either because she she was asleep for half the movie. So. Oh, she was. You know, <laughs> she is. She's like, well, yeah, I ain't used to this type of stuff, man. Well, I'm used to seeing like the action, <laughs> the superheroes, and everything. Uh, you know, this ain't gonna work, you know. Uh, uh, it it was it but, was uh, it was too uh, it's too passive for her, huh? Yeah, I think it was a little a little too kiddish. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. She's but, getting uh, grown now. Go ahead. Yeah, she thinks she's grown. You know. <laughs> it was a good it was a good movie though. I, I, I enjoyed it. I just you know, I'm not a big musical person, so I had to yeah, I had to sit through those parts, but all in all it was a good movie. You know, you really can't go wrong, you know, Will Smith, he's an excellent actor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pretty much anything he plays in, he's pretty good in it. So this was another good movie for him. Oh, um, okay. What else I do this weekend? You know, worked on the house a little bit. I started started getting my pool going, man. I started working on that this weekend. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. Trying to do a little something. Yeah. So I hope hopefully within the next week or two, that should be good to go. Okay, good. That'll be in time when your mother and I come down there. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, you know. Yeah, she might I'm jump sure. in the pool with you. Yeah, right. I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. Uh huh. But um, yeah, man, not too much going on on this side. What's going on on your side, man? Uh, it's been uh, been pretty quiet. I've been uh, uh, doing some uh, health maintenance with my eyes and stuff like that. Been going to the doctor on that. And uh, other than that, everything else has been kind of quiet. Uh, yeah. Just, just, just quiet. We just sat back and enjoyed the Memorial Day weekend, and uh, that was it. So it was pretty much quiet on the home front. Obviously, like what you alluded to earlier about there being a lot happening in the world and in the in the nation here. So you know, it's been a lot going on otherwise. You know, right? Yeah, a lot going on. A lot of drama around the country. Mm-hmm. I feel like, <clears throat> to me, it feel like the closer we get to this election, the crazier people want to start acting, man. I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we got uh, Agent Orange acting crazy in the White House every damn day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing and, new about uh, that. We got the Democrats dragging their feet, deciding what the hell they want to do to impeach or not to impeach. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you got Bill Barr uh, basically doing the, the president's bidding. You know what I'm saying? Make me look innocent, yes. make him look guilty. Oh, he's the uh, he's president's uh, attorney, yeah. 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 Personal not attorney. He's not, he's not the attorney of the people, the people of the United States. He's the attorney mm-hmm. for the president of the United States. I mean, look at it this way. Uh, who needs a White House dog when you got the uh, Attorney General? <laughs> you know yeah. Saying? There you go. No, no reason to get a White House dog when you got the Attorney General as, as mm-hmm. man's best friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And, you know, it's crazy. You got this whole situation where you got two investigations already taking place as to what started the, the whole Mueller probe. And then now Barr wants to jump in and do his own investigation. And I'm trying to figure out how do we consider that legit based off what he did with the Mueller report? How is this investigation right. going to be all of a sudden legit? I, you know, it's crazy. Well, it's, it's, it's going to be skeptical skepticism uh, involved. Also, uh, he's investigating the whole premise of the uh, the Russia collusion collusion uh, issue or Russian conspiracy issue and all of that. So he's going right back to when the FBI uh, first got their marching orders and so forth. So that's what he's really digging into. And basically, um, since, since, since he got that, that head start on the Mueller report, uh, basically where it, he was, his narrative was allowed to, to, to be out there three weeks prior to the releasing of the Mueller report, the redacted report, so uh, he had a chance to uh, let his narrative sink in. And people, most people, as they have said, have not read the Mueller report, the full Mueller report. And I'll confess, I did read uh, both summaries, volume one and volume two. Did I get into the weeds of the details? No. But the summary was explosive enough to me to warrant uh, further action uh, by Congress and the, the uh, uh, to summarize the summary, basically, it sounds like the whole, uh, the whole motive behind him not going any further with the president is based on the OLC, Office of Legal Counsel's memo. So it's all about not uh, supposedly uh, being able to indict a sitting president, but if the president is corrupt, I don't understand that. Well, he left it. To, well, okay, let's not forget. Not only did he create his own narrative three weeks prior to the report coming out, the day the report came out, he had a two-hour press conference before he released it to further right. his narrative. Yeah. So let's not forget that. And number two. Um. You know, clearly at this point, Republicans just have their mind made up, okay? It's, it's nothing that can be said or done. I don't even know at this point if it even mattered whether Mueller decided to testify or not, that it would change any of their minds, because it looks as if no matter what's brought up or what this man does, they're willing to stick by him as long as he can continue. It doesn't even seem like they're getting what they want. They got a tax cut, and that's it. But it seems as if as long as they, they get to agitate the Democrats, that's, no, that's enough for them. That's it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm in, in disagreement with you in that I feel that uh, there will not be enough Republicans in the Senate, I believe, to change their opinion. So I believe what you're saying there. That part is baked in. They're not going to change. I do believe that they do need to have 
Mueller testify in person. Uh, but that's that's more for the American people. Uh, right. If they if they do decide uh, to go ahead with an impeachment hearing, those things are aired publicly for the uh, American people to see, so that the American people, so so the people, the percentage of people who now may favor impeachment, that percentage may grow if they open up these impeachment hearings. Uh, so that's what I see happening there. So at, at a minimum, what, what I see taking place, Ron, is that the Democrats have to do, they have to follow the Constitution. And as long as they stick by the Constitution, the hell with all of this other stuff about, uh, and they're trying to compare Clinton's impeachment to the possible impeachment of Trump, but Trump has done far worse things. I mean, if we could impeach Nixon for what he did, Trump surely, surely deserves uh, to be impeached. Clinton was another matter. This was a man who had an extramarital affair uh, while in the White House. That was something that was really between him and his family, but it ended up being between uh, really, the whole world, basically. Right. Yeah. Let me let me preface it by saying I'm not saying that they shouldn't move forward with the impeachment hearings. I think they need to definitely do that. Um, I guess so. You know, he can be judged in the matter of uh, public opinion. For some right. people, I think a lot of people already know that he's obviously doing something he shouldn't be doing in the White House. You know what I mean? Right. I think you can yeah. read. I think you can read what's available in the Mueller report and also look at his actions over the past two years and kind of come up with that conclusion on your own, if you have any common sense. Um, But I think what it does by opening up the impeachment hearings is exposing everything to the American public. And then they can say, wow, Republicans just don't care because they're not even going to bring it up to a vote in the Senate or they're not going to vote to impeach him. It still doesn't matter. Right. Exactly. Who are they really fighting for? Yeah, so, I mean, they're, they're not going to do that. And the thing is, the American people have a right to know, if, like, like I'm, I'm going to use Trump's own words. He said they spent $35 million, and the American people should be able to see what they got for that $35 million. They should be able to hear from the people. If, uh, if, 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 what, if they're not going to deviate from the report that Mueller produced, I don't see the problem in having them come before the uh, the American people and tell the same story. Because if they tell anything different, then they just lie to the FBI. So it doesn't right. make any sense at all. What the Democrats have got to do, if they don't, if they don't run, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna suffer. They are gonna suffer. They're gonna they're gonna suffer the consequences uh, yeah. that they are concerned about uh, if they move forward with impeachment because if they don't, they will have neglected their duties to the Constitution of the United States, and then you have actually uh, opened you you have basically allowed a, a a tyrant to take hold of our democracy. 
Yeah, the Democrats got to stop being all apologetic and everything. Like, listen, at the end of the day, yep. maybe there's some people out there who, they're pro- or there is a lot of people out there who really don't care about the impeachment. But sometimes you got to give people what even what they feel they don't need just to make a point or to do yeah. what's best for them. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Like, listen, you may not have wanted this, but my job, you elected me to protect your best interests. So it was in your best interest that I have this guy removed from office because that, that's, that's how much of a problem he was to our country. You can, it, sometimes you got to force feed people this stuff, man. Oh, obviously oh, that base, that, go ahead. I was going to say, obviously that 30% base that he walks around with, they don't care. They don't, they don't care. And the thing is uh, what you're doing with the impeachment hearings is laying is laying your case out. In other words, let's 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 just give people a brief course here. Congress Congress uh drafts articles of impeachment. The actual trial is taking place in the Senate and is is presided by the chief judge the chief chief justice of the Supreme Court. Okay? Right presides over that hearing. Now the the the, the basically uh so you're then making your case for impeachment or not to impeach. So the Republicans I guess they will come out and say why not to the Democrats will come out and say why they should. And you're laying that out. You're letting it play out. What you're doing is you're following the Constitution. You're allowing you're allowing a mechanism that is in place when you have right. someone that is of a tyrannical nature uh, trying to uh, grasp all of the powers and ignore. Basically, they are supposed to be three equal branches of government, legislative, executive, and judicial. And you're letting this, this person, this Trump, say, I'm going to just disregard the legislative branch. The only branch I may listen to will be the judicial branch. So right now, the the judicial branch is serving as that last guardrail for democracy. If that branch falls, then we're in, we're doomed. We're in trouble. We're back. We're basically in the beginning stage of a dictatorship, basically. Let me ask you a question, man. At this particular point, what other choice do the Democrats have but to pursue impeachment hearings? What else can they do? They, they, really, they really don't have a choice, Ron. They really don't. And I, would, I, would, I would definitely... See, here's, here's what I remember. As, and I don't remember this fully because I was a young child at the time. I remember the, the, the thing that I remember Nixon resigning. I do remember Nixon right. resigning. I think, matter of fact, when I went into the service, Nixon was still president. I'm not sure. He might have still been president. But I do remember Nixon resigning. And right. Nixon is a template for how to deal with someone like Trump. Because Trump is exponentially worse than Nixon. What what Nixon wow. did, 
is minor compared to Trump. Trump is on steroids. The obstruction wow. that he's done is on steroids. And you got to. They they have they really don't have a choice, Ron. They really don't. They they're trying to play it out. And uh, but I think it's going to get to that point where they're going to uh, the calls for among the Democratic caucus for impeachment are going to grow so loud that they're going to have to respond to their to their uh, to their colleagues. If they don't, they 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 they, they do this at their own peril. <coughs> But what, that's what I'm saying. Why even drag your feet? You, you've already attempted to do all these other investigations. Now you, it's going to get stuck up in the courts because he's trying to block everything. Right. That itself is, is obstruction. Just that alone. Not even to count what's in the Mueller report. So why even drag your feet? If you, over, if you do the impeachment hearings, you'll have access to more information. You have access to more and more things. More tools are available to you and I think that is why uh, many people, such as yourself, such as myself, such as others, are having difficulty with, because, again, I, I hate to keep repeating Nixon, but Nixon at least attempted to do his stuff uh, behind closed doors. Yeah, this guy's doing it in plain sight. Yeah. And, and he got help. Right. So every moment that you allow him, because see, now that 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 uh, Barr was able to put out that initial memo, he feels he's going around saying he's been vindicated and all this, but he hasn't really been vindicated. The only thing that vindicated, is not vindicated him, the only thing that stopped him, and you had, what, over 700, over no, over 700, yeah, over 700 former uh, federal prosecutors saying that anyone else, anyone else that had done the same thing would have been impeached. I mean, of course. So, now, I think it was over 800 prosecutors. Yeah. yeah, that's Democrat and Republican. That's crazy. I think, see, when, I, the thing that's frustrating for me, right, is it seems as if the Democratic playbook is so obvious at this point, okay? You came in, <coughs> you started the investigations, you did that. Play one, taken care of. You blocked the investigations. The next thing you got to do is the impeachment hearings. That's it. Yeah. That's play two. At the same time, yeah. you also need to be like, listen, just so they don't try to, Republicans are going to try to come out with this whole narrative that all we focus on is this. Here is yeah. a list of every single bill we've passed in the House since we've had control that has been blocked by Mitch McConnell on the Senate floor. So, America, you need to make up your mind. Are you going to continue to listen to the nonsense, the, the, the real fake news, or do you want to know the facts? Because the facts show this. It's simple, man. You know, Ron, you're so you're so right that Democrats have got to become more disciplined in their messaging. They have to go out just like you just said about all the things that they attempted to pass. 
But Mitch McConnell in the Senate has either not even heard, don't even bring him up for a vote. Doesn't even bring it up for a vote. So, right. so I would I would play that. I would have every Democrat when they get in front of that camera, I would say these are the things we're trying to do. But we're showing you we can walk and chew gum at the same time. All I'm saying is this, and if the people who are listening or whoever's listening to this, if you don't believe me, go to Google and just type in McConnell blocks. That's all you got to do. Just type those two words in, McConnell blocks. And literally, you're going to have page after page that starts with McConnell blocks this bill. Ms. McConnell has blocked over 100 bills in four months. Ms. McConnell refuses this. Ms. McConnell blocked voting. Ms. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's right there. And, and Ron, not far away. Ron, that needs repeating. Could you repeat that one more time, please? Look, if you type in Miss McConnell, right? Miss McConnell, well, just type in McConnell blocks, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to read you the first five links that come up in Google, okay? Mm-hmm. First one, Miss McConnell blocks House Bill to reopen government. Second one, McConnell blocks House Bill to reopen government for the second time. Third one, McConnell holds the line, blocks two House, two, two house passed bills. Fifth one, McConnell blocks Senate bill that will reopen government. McConnell blocks second bill. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's link after link. Ms. McConnell has blocked over 100 bills in just four months. Ms. McConnell refuses to consider House passed bills. Ms. McConnell blocked voting on spending bill without the wall. Senate, Senate Democrats, well, it's something that they blocked. It's just and, and Ron, Ron, and what you just said, right? Yeah. And, and then they got this. Now, I just did what you just said. I just went in and did what you just said. And it got the, right. the headline here is Mitch McConnell threatens to block everything if Trump loses. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. This is, it, listen. Trump is definitely a problem. I think we definitely got to get him out of office because he makes America look, just look bad in general. Especially because just, I, I don't, I still can't understand him why this guy is president. But that's a whole other story. But we have, he has supporters that are just as bad. Mitch McConnell yep. is terrible for America right now. He mm-hmm. is not allowing anything that the American people want to even touch the Senate floor. Mm-hmm. I bet you if they said, hey, we just passed this new tax cut in the House, how much you want to bet that'd be on the floor in 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he is literally blocking everything that the American people want to happen. So we got work and to do, man, come this election. We got work to and do. And here's the thing. And listen, let me tell you something, though. If he can come out and tell you, he's already saying now, making statements that he will block everything if Trump loses. Well, what made him think that he will be the Senate majority leader? Yeah, on top of that, what gives you the right? Like these are these are things that the American people want. You can't just block it because you don't you don't want to bring it to the floor. You can't do no, that. I he, mean he, he can do it because he's the he's the head, but but still right. like, he, you are disregarding your, what your service is for. You are there to serve the American people. You ain't there just to serve your own best interests or specifically your own state. If that's, 
I, I would doubt if, if, if they're not even the ones that want some of these bills passed. But you don't work for just yourself. You work for us. You know, this, this is all about this is all about and, and I, this is all about holding on to power, increasing power, and basically saying that you, you basically just told, you're telling the American people, basically, I don't give a damn. You know, I'm, right. I'm going to do what I can to block everything that comes as long as I sit here as the majority leader in the Senate. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. Now he said, uh, if if he if he if well, one way we got to get rid of him. You got to get rid of Mitch Mitch McConnell. You got to. And from what I understand, his popularity in his own state of Kentucky is somewhere around in really in the tank, uh, somewhere of like thirty some percent. You know. So, but now I'm also hearing. That the Democrats don't feel they have any viable candidate, but it sounds like to me you can run anybody against them, and, and at least try, at least attempt to run somebody against them. Yeah, and on top of that, you don't make it known that you don't have no viable candidates. Why would you come <laughs> exactly. out and say that? This is stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. It's that's, stupid. That's what I, that's what I mean, man. It's like you first of all, don't give your hand away before the other team knows what you're doing. Like you know, that's that's, that's sports strategy. I ain't going to say, hey, look, man, hey, y'all on defense, I'm about to run this particular play and expect to win the game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's stupid. What I would be doing is I'm sitting there getting my people together in Tennessee and says, look, man, we can't get anything done for, for the United States as long as this man is in charge. Let's concentrate here and do what we got to do, get him out of office. Yeah. Yeah. The narrative, the narrative yeah. is there. The narrative is there. Like, listen, in the House, we're trying to do all these things that will, that will help you as well, Tennessee. And this one man stopping that from happening. Mr. McConnell, your guy. Oh, wait, wait, no, Kansas, is it Kansas, I think? No, he's in, he's in, he's in Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, you, you too, Kentucky. It's your guy. So what do you want to do? Well, you know... I guess what he's banking on, Ron, is the only thing that I can think of is that Kentucky is so red, so red, that they feel um, that he won't, he, 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 can't, he won't lose Kentucky, uh, that he, he doesn't have a primary challenger, uh, I, I'm assuming, and uh, so he won't, he won't uh, lose Kentucky. And that's how well, confident they they are of the state of Kentucky. Well, there's also a Democrat that's the head of uh, Alabama, and nobody's seen that happening. That is true. So, that's true. So, so he he can he can be guy. I'm not gonna I, I'm he, not gonna sit here no oh, longer. No, I'm no longer. No, I'm not. And fall, no, I'm not gonna concede to, to that. No, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna fall for the narrative at all that none of these states can be flipped. I'm not falling for that narrative no more. That, right, that's something right. that's seen by the media. And that, and that, like, will get people, oh, well, you know what? I'm not going to vote anyway because my state's never going to turn. I don't want you thinking like that, okay? And, you know, that's, that's, the, proper, that's the proper 
that's the proper approach, is to do a 50-state strategy. Stop playing to uh, certain states because you don't feel you stand a chance. You don't know. If you go and you speak and speak their policies that you have, you you don't know what the capability is. Yeah. I don't know, man. We got we, we just got to do better. We got to we got to start waking people up. We got to start hitting them with the facts. Just how Republicans yeah. hit you with the same narrative over and over again. You got to keep hitting people with the facts over and over again. Put it in writing. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, you know, if you think we're not doing nothing. Here is a list of everything we have tried to do. And one person is stopping that from happening. So, yeah, we, maybe we can win this election. No, we are going to win this election in 2020. But still, if we mm-hmm. do, and this man is still ahead of the Senate, we're still not going to get anything done. So what yeah, are we going to do? The thing that we will have gotten done, though, if he, even though he might be the head of the Senate, uh, what we will have gotten done, which is the most crucial thing, is one, we show that a person of, of, a, of, of a tyrannical nature cannot be allowed to remain as president of this country. We've shown that. If we, if, we, if we come out and win in 2020, we will have demonstrated that. Okay? So... Uh, we may not get much done. So what what the goal is too? Apparently, we're going to have to flip flip the Senate. We're going to have to, and that's the biggest challenge for us. But that's a challenge that we must take on. So uh, there's two things that we're shooting for in 2020. We're shooting for a Democratic uh, president. And we're shooting for a Democratic Senate. Yeah. Those are the two fronts, Ryan, because if we if we don't if we if we do not follow the Constitution, then we're setting the stage not only for Trump to become more emboldened, should he win, should he win, he will be right. just totally, totally uh let loose and but we are setting the we're setting the stage for future presidents who dare go down that road who dare think that they uh that they do not have to respect congress as a co-equal branch that's what we will be doing if 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 we're able to to pull this thing off and and we should be able to do that because if this man has not achieved a favorability rating of uh, higher than 46%, so already we got a 54% advantage uh, right. that we should be able to take advantage of and hold on to. Now, the fact that he hasn't allocated or hasn't directed any resources to prevent further interference into our elections, yeah, he may use that as a basis to say that something went wrong with the election and that uh, demand some type of recount or something, you know. He may not go willingly, but that ain't his choice. And why, you know, 
I'm trying to figure out why do people have more of a problem with that? Just that alone. The fact that we know that Russia interfered with this election and that basically nothing is being done to prevent it from happening in the, ne- in the next election. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. the guy who's president acts as if Putin is his best friend. And that alone doesn't like ring a bell. Like, that doesn't seem to be right. Like We know for a fact. Like, here's my thing. Despite the fact that Donald Trump is president, it's nothing in my mind that shows, tells me that he's more intelligent than the people we have in the intelligence community. Nothing at all. Mm-hmm. And if, any, if anybody else believes that, they need to question themselves. So why am I taking his word over the people who have been doing this for years that protect us every damn day? So if they confirm that this group of people interfere with the election, and our White House response is to, not base, to basically not do anything, how does that not alarm people? So that's, they're basically it, I, telling you that, that you might get cheated again this coming election. It who cares? amazes me. It amazes me that we have so many people that are blindly or choosing not to, or blind, I don't know. I, I just can't get it either. I mean, I, 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 I've said to you before, and I believe these people have that Jim Jones effect. Uh, they, they, are, they are like uh, zombies and can be led uh, to believe anything. And, and part of it is because they want to believe uh, uh, these things. They want to go back to a time, uh, not that they were so much better off, is that they felt that they could look down on another group of people. They want to go back to that time. And that time, I'm telling you, is long since passed because a lot of us, well, I know a lot of people are not going to go back there (laughs) willingly. So there's going to be a fight on their hand if they attempt to do that. And I think uh, the moves that he's making, he's created a enemies list of all the people that uh, were part of the uh, the team to investigate doing their jobs. He's now he's now basically created an enemies list, and they're saying that if Barr does what he does, and they end end up end up uh, declassifying uh, certain intelligence documents, the person that, that I understand in Russia that said something about them interfering, that person's life is, in, is at stake at this point. Right. Wow. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, and it can only get worse, especially with another four years under this administration, it can only get worse. So yep. America got to decide what it wants to be. Do you want to be, you know, one of those countries that we hear about on the news all the time about what, about what they don't do for their people? And people are starving yep. and all this chaos going on. The, the, the countries that you look down upon, you want to become one of those countries. That's what you want to be? Crazy, and they've already, they've already said that they will take things from you that you benefit from, the people that, that actually go out and support this president that they benefit from, like the Affordable Care Act. Yeah, they call it Obamacare, 
but it was the it, it is the Affordable Care Act. They just branded it Obamacare because so many of you folks are turned off by the name Obama and by him being a black man that they feel they could brand that as Obamacare, but yet when they talk about taking away those pre-existing conditions, you were among those that were fighting to keep it. You know, this just proves that we are still a country that doesn't want to take responsibility for its own actions. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I was watching, it's a show I watched called, um, called Warrior. And it's kind of like a kung fu action drama. Um, and it deals with the Chinese migration to the West Coast. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, it's just funny how in history, there are, just, there are these moments in history that tend to repeat themselves over and over and over again. So, the Chinese migration was brought on, obviously, because um, a lot of businessmen here seen that they can basically make money off the backs of Chinese men and pay them, pay them less. That sounds pretty right. familiar, right? Yeah, yeah. That sounds pretty sounds familiar. really familiar. But see, here's the thing. Where more and more started to come, then all of a sudden now we're losing our country to the Chinese. Or yeah. we need to send you know, our policemen into their neighborhoods and start you know, messing with their like – it's, it's the same it's, – it's it sounds so familiar. It's the same process over and over again. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at look at look at Mexico now. What were the reason they would come over here? Because even right. though the jobs weren't paying much, they paid a lot more than what they were getting paid in Mexico. And now, all of a sudden, when history, that heavy migration comes, now we don't want them anymore. It's crazy. History has a way of repeating itself. When you look at look at when coal was king, when coal industry was king, the people they had working in the mines and so forth. And uh, the pay was terrible. The, the the danger was 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 high, and that's where the unions came in, and the unions got formed, and that's what helped uh, bring about these regulations for safety reasons. Now they want well, they have they've repealed uh, regulations. Uh, but one book, Ron, that I would like to uh, share with the uh, listeners is this book uh, called To End a Presidency by Lawrence Tribe. And I think the other person was Joshua, Joshua Holtz. Um, it's, a, it's an interesting book. It's six chapters. I got done reading the entire book. And it goes right back to the articles of impeachment, the founding fathers, how they were wrestling with the articles of impeachment and the very thing, the very thing that they did not want because they had already experienced it themselves. They experienced it a a monarchy. They experienced dictatorship. They experienced it themselves. Hello? I think you might have went out, man. Like my, uh, my partner might have went out for a second But yeah Just to touch on what I was saying before um, I'll talk about it Until he comes back on 
that show I was watching, you know, it shows how the Chinese migration got heavy, and all of a sudden they didn't want them here. And it seems like what they did was start to pit the Irish against them because the Irish were basically the poor class at that time. And it's the same narrative that they tend to use now, where it's like they're taking your jobs and, you know, you know, don't let them around your women and all this, you know, all this crazy stuff like crime and all that stuff like that. But um, it's just a shame how we always want to place the blame on somebody else for the things that are affecting us the most. You know, these people that, that want to change in America, it's not the Mexicans' fault or black people's fault you in that situation because the government ain't doing the right thing for you. The person who's representing you is not representing you the right way. He doesn't have your best interest in mind. The only way you can change that is to vote. So you got to ask yourself, America, what you going to do, man? You going to keep blaming other people for your situation? Or are you going to start to vote people in that can actually make a change? You got to think about that. It's crazy. If my partner get on. But while we had it, let's change the subject real quick because I want to get into this. About 15 minutes left in the show. Um, it looks like around the country we got a, a lot of new abortion restrictions being passed. Oh, hell no! You know, it's funny how the other side of complaining about how they don't want government being all involved in their life and they control this and they don't want to control your health care and this and that. But then they turn around and you make laws to basically control a woman's body. You're taking away a woman's choice to decide what she wants to do, what's best for her at the moment. And we got a bunch of men making these laws, passing these laws, man. It's crazy. You know, personally, I never understood, like, why a person can't just be independent and fall in the middle of the argument, like myself. I talked about it before on the show. You know, abortion ain't something I necessarily agree with, but I can't stop anybody else from making that choice. That's something they're going to have to deal with. I raised my family with my beliefs. The next person is, is more than welcome to raise their family with their own beliefs. Why do I tell them what they got to do? Who am I? Especially when you got a majority, probably in all these states that passed new laws, that didn't want that. And you went and paid and passed it anyway. Because of your own ideology. That's not government. Doing what you want to do. Why can't you go raise your family the way you want to raise them? If you don't believe in abortion, then raise your family that way. You say, listen, that's not what we do here. You know, if something were to happen, we handle our responsibilities because we're against abortion. But you can't go into another family's house and tell them what they want to do. I bet you wouldn't do that to your next door neighbor. Oh, listen, you see how I do my lawn over there? 
I don't like how you're doing yours. You need to change it up. Your neighbor will be like, why don't you mind your own business? I don't tell you how to do your loan. Don't tell me how to do mine. But now you want to tell people what to do with their body. In some states, they don't even excuse whether it's a rape or uh, if it's something medical. And now you're saying you're going to lock doctors up, what was it, for like 99 years for performing abortions, even if it's in the best interest of their patient? What happened to the uh, doctor-patient confidentiality agreement? Isn't there something like that? You're just going to dip and dive into people's lives to find that agreement, figure out who got an abortion, and then lock up the doctor? So you just took off, took another person off the street that can save lives out of here because they saved a life possibly by performing the abortion. It's crazy. They don't think about stuff like that. We're in a tough place right now. Well, my partner might still be having technical difficulties. You know, we'll keep the show going how we do. Listening to the provocation, real people, real conversations. If you want to join the convo, hit us up at 516-418-5467. Or hit us up on Twitter at the underscore provocation. Twitter 8 and not an A. Man. Just don't get it, man. I don't get it. Yeah, we need to do something about what's going on. I think the Democrats, they need to move forward with the, with the impeachment hearings. Go ahead and start exposing some of this information to the public. Let them make up their mind. You know, if, if in fact they do pass the impeachment, it goes to the Senate. If Ms. McConnell doesn't bring it to the floor, then guess what? He takes the blame for it. And basically what he's saying is, I have no problem at all with everything that took place in this, uh, in this Mueller report. For everything that he's done over the past two years, I've been cool with that. He ain't got no problem at all. He put it on his shoulders. Or if he does bring it to the floor and the Republicans vote against it, then they're all responsible for it. And they're all saying that they have no problem with that behavior that took place. That's what I say, dude. Pop, you all, man? You, st- you still having difficulties? I guess so. Yeah, I think this is the longest I've ever been on by myself. I wonder how people who got their own podcast do the whole thing for an hour. That's crazy. You got to sit there and really have a bunch of stuff to talk about. <laughs> Anybody listen, don't mind me, man. I'm just I'm just talking. Hello, Ronald. Hey, what's up, man? Back on back on deck. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I think we must have a some type of uh thunderstorm going on up here and it interfered with uh with uh my ability uh to be in the conversation. And I heard you carrying the ball for me, son. You did a great job though, I tell you. 
I appreciate it, man. You know, I, I do what I do, man. I've been taught pretty well. You know what I mean? I had a good teacher. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Ron. Hey. <laughs> that, that was the first time I heard you reaching for a few words there. I mean, you know, when you go in by yourself, you gotta, you gotta have. You gotta have a couple subjects in your mind to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And we we use we usually carry each other conversations. So I had to I had to kind of share my little bit. But look, I want to talk to you about that. Cause they said, "Hey, hello." Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that because they said in your area they're looking at having like tornadoes and stuff like that, man. Matter of fact, Ron, we're starting to see. We're starting to see some things happening right now as I'm speaking. And so that is part of what had happened uh, when uh, when my call. Matter of fact, the call is still on uh, as far as the host goes. When I tried to call in uh, from my phone, it said the host was already dialed in. So the reason right. that I did not end the host call is because I, the last time I did that, it ended up dropping the uh, dropping the uh, episode. Well, yeah, I, I remember that. I, I remember that that day. Yeah. So we were scrambling around. Your mother, she, we was we were trying to text you, and she was trying. And then I said, "Oh, you know what? I could just bring you in because she was saying for you to bring her in." But I seen right. here I have the same screen that you have. So I was just able to bring her in, and uh, and now this is what I'm using. I'm using her phone. Well, I know if you heard the conversation, but, you know, I was talking about all these different uh, abortion laws being passed across the country. And I'm just like, why can't people mind their own business? Why do you, why do you have to try to get into another family's life and tell them what to do, especially the same people who always complain about government uh, having too much control, or they don't want the government in their business. Well, now you in somebody yeah. else's business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see where the Supreme Court upheld Indiana's uh, the fetus law, where I guess uh, uh, the fe- that the fetuses uh, have to be buried or cremated or something like that. So I guess I guess, but they but they. Uh, they 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 stayed the lower court ruling to say I guess about uh uh that that ban that they passed put some type of hold on that but uh, I think what what this thing with the uh, burying of the fetus and the uh, the cremation is so that their uh, their tissues cannot be used for the uh, stem cell research which uh right. you know. I mean, it's 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 I think the whole abortion issue, like you said, it's a personal issue. It's something that a family doesn't come to likely, and the fact that you have a woman now, you're forcing women to carry uh, the child of the person. That might have sexually assaulted them. Uh, uh, you know that is just that's that's very that's 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 poor. That's 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 pathetic. You know. Wait, and you know, uh, they, I think I think the Republicans make the conversation worse by just by continuing and dragging on. Like this, I think this is a moment 
in my opinion. I think having an abortion is a moment in a woman's life where I don't think they will, will want to keep being reminded of that over and over again. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Especially if it was something where rape, I don't think they would want to be as far away from that subject as possible. And then even if it's not, not that, only you that wanna, but you got to yeah. think of the trauma that you are right. causing a, a, a young woman who was brutally raped, or either rape, rape by any any measure is rape, and and right. to have to be constantly reminded of the uh, and then carry that person's uh, that person's uh, you know offspring until until they uh, you know until they are delivered. Uh, that's just a deep decision that needs to be made. By uh, by the woman and, and, and her family. You know what if what if you were a woman who was excited about getting pregnant? Then you come to find out that you may not even survive the pregnancy if you move forward with it. Right. So some women do risk their lives and they and they end up being successful. But some somebody else may not want to take that chance. Yeah. And now you you and take I mean, that, that you option know, away from it, them. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, 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 this is just, it's, to me, it's personal. Uh, the, the, the important thing, though, the important thing about the abortion <clears throat> is that people have been having abortions since, since, since for many years. And the problem right. has been is that they were done uh, in unsafe <clears throat> environments. And it did result in the woman dying because of it. So, uh, and where you have people who have financial means, they're doing the same thing, but it's all being right. kept hush hush, and they have the monies to to pay for it. That's the difference. Right. And uh, I just think it's a real personal decision. I'm glad that the government stepped in to allow uh, a legal remedy where the person uh, was not uh, being felt like she was committing a crime and uh, because, you know, that's that's not right. It's just not right. I, I, I don't think, it, like you said, you can't have it both ways. You can't say it's okay for the government to interfere here, but it's not okay for the government to be over here. You know? Right. Uh, that's That's... That's that's a personal issue, and I think a woman's right to choose. A woman's right to choose. That's what I say. say. And then you're trying to say that, I forget what state it is, that if the doctors perform it, they risk going to jail for 99 years. Yeah, that's I mean, ridiculous. I mean, that's it's ridiculous, ridiculous, man. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. someone... It's these people... And this, this is history, man. I'm going to tell you. This done. This this about, and I know we about done. But this is what gets me: the people that are making these decisions are who? Right. Men. Right. Men. Right. Yeah. They're making decisions for another human being. And I'm gonna tell you what gets me. Wrong. I'm gonna tell you what gets me. Right is that we can constantly yeah. try to pass these these laws that majority of the people within these states don't even want. But we can't come together to get some good health care in this country. Yeah. It's a waste of time, yeah. man. But with it that, is. It is. Said, 
we at the end of the episode. Another good one. Appreciate y'all listening to the provocation, real people, real conversations. You got anything to say before we get out of here, man? No, you said it all, son. You said it all. And with that said, right. see you next week and we out of here, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>